As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hello, welcome back to Hardcore Listing with Christopher Glasson and Stuart Riffin. Episode 100, part two. So we are going to not bother with all the intro business. Nah. We can do a quick thanks to 76 yeah. and a big thanks to um, the Distraction Pieces Network. Yeah. Well, let's, before we move on, let's do a quick thanks to 76 mm-hmm. because he's tires, tire, tirelessly trawled through and tried to make sense and polish the turd that is us. Yeah. And that's not easy, is no, it? No, it's not. I mean, he deals with hours of this a week. Yeah. And the patron. Yeah. I'm and sorry, mate. I yeah. mean, I'm sorry. Don't look sorry. His um, voice, like, and not only is he a great editor and, and stuff like that, his voice on podcasts is right. the most relaxing, calm yeah. thing you've ever heard. Yeah. And yet also, he's so fucking witty, that guy. Mm. And he's sharp. He's, yeah. he's sharp as a knife, Stuart. Mm. And I love it. You know, I love his witty retorts. I'm not very... When he starts doing his puns, I sort of go quiet because I'm not much of a pun guy. Do you know what I mean? I don't... I'm not smart enough to do puns. So, no. yeah, you know. Um, but, yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah. So, massive love to you, 76. Um, yeah. Uh, absolute superstar. Um Big shout-outs to Brad Acton that's done mm-hmm. lots of um, videos yeah, for us. especially um, when we filmed the patron, all the patron work, me and Brad yep. has, Well, Brad filmed it, didn't yep. he? It was bloody brilliant. Um, check out our YouTube channel because there's probably about 50 videos on there. There's, there's quite a few episodes on there. There's All the live shows are on there. Um, and there's lots of stuff of me and Chris misbehaving in hotels mm. that are a little bit sexy. And speaking of misbehaving, the first one we're going to talk about today... Um, just to bring you up to speed, if you've just turned this one on, you've not listened to the first episode, You're sort your life out. Fucking idiot. We're doing a little retrospect because we're 100 episodes in. So we're just discussing little snippets of, of the episodes that we've done. And, and hopefully, if you haven't listened to them, it might 
either make you think I'll give that a listen or why would I ever listen to that, you pair of idiots. So we went zombie hunting, didn't we? This is so cool because we got to do a Fucking top, cool, yeah, like we got to do top fives on the way up there, which were zombie related. You don't know that because you don't know what a zombie is, but it's the first time you hear my wife telling me off. I'm, I'm <laughs> uh, uh, recorded yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, having a go at you for getting things wrong. Yeah, um, so it was exciting to do those records, and I love a little car journey podcast. Mm-hmm. I think they're really cool. But obviously, we went actual zombie hunting me, you, in Reading. Yeah, it was bloody brilliant. And we went and done that up in Reading, didn't we? Yeah. Um, with uh, Z Events. Yeah, Holly from Z Events. Yeah, yeah. And um, it, that was so cool. It was, it a... was mental, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably, I mean, I'm sure we'll get to some of the, you know, we've done lots of immersive things and, and you know, secret cinemas and, and locked in a room things. But I don't think any are as good as that. No. That was running through an empty supermarket mm. with guns being yeah. chased by zombies. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Fucking you? brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely dope. Um, yeah, what an experience. So, thank you. Yes. Um, and we recorded them in the car, didn't we? Top five zombie films. Yeah, and, and hopefully we'll catch up with Holly soon and, and, and whatever crazy shit she's involved with now. Yeah. Um, what do we have then? Obviously, Su- Susie, but that was uh, the top five BBC comedies, which we spoke about. Then we went to the Serial oh, Killer we have Cafe. One, we have one. Did we have one that we really didn't enjoy doing? We did have one, didn't we, that wasn't... What, 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 uh, what gone? I can't think. There was definitely one that I know that when we look back, we just think, yeah, that wasn't fun at all. <laughs> um, we better not say what one it was anyway. <laughs> so... Um, we met with Frank Bruno. Yep, we sure um, did. And uh, I mean, that was pretty mental. Wasn't yeah, it? that was st- that was like level of stardom. That it was tough to keep our shit together. I remember we were sat in the little room next door to where he was already recording, and it was a bit like, okay, we're going to go and meet Frank Bruno now. It's kind of quite big. And we went in there, and he was all dre- but dressed. Prior in a to that, we were sitting there. You could hear, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could hear him laughing, exactly. couldn't you? And it was yeah. like, fuck, it's Frank Bruno. Yeah, he is. And then we went in the room, Brad set up the cameras, Frank was all smartly dressed, and we had a real conversation with him, didn't yeah. we? And he said he enjoyed that one the most out of the people he'd done that day. And we were at the end of the day, so he had every reason to be tired and sick. He was tired, he was told, you know, he was told by his, his manager he was tired, um, don't know how long you're going to get out of him, you know, he'd been doing this morning or whatever they're called, and all them shows in the more loose women and all of that. And then we went up to was it Age Concern? Yeah, in London, and recorded mm. it there at their um, their studio. And thank, uh, big thanks to Brad Axon for, for setting that, that up. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then Brad, Frank Frank Bruno half started on Brad at one point. Yep, yep. <laughs> but as I've said before, there's that bit where I asked him about fighting Tyson. Yeah, and and he was so interesting and calm. And and then when I asked him about how he was dealing with um, being you know, the, the whole of the country being awake at 3am with their hearts yearning for Frank mm. to win the heavyweight title mm. of the world and also knowing that you're going to get in a ring with arguably the scariest mm. man on the planet. Mm. You know, uh, uh, I think Mike Tyson was at that point without a shadow of a doubt. And I remember his reaction as he leant forward over the table to answer me. I won't say what he said. Go and, go and have a listen. The, just the presence made me lean back, and I've never felt a force oh, in nature. Definitely, mate. But Frank's he, a bit tasty, isn't and he? he just got his yeah. his fight face come on, yeah. and it was like, 
right there you go that's it's you know and and it was it was it, it was fascinating and the, the thing that i remember about this as well was he was talking about meds and stuff like that and and obviously he's very open about his mental health and and stuff like that and as you said he was tired that day and he was he said he didn't want to you know he had to go home now and stuff like that and then as we walked out you mentioned some meds that uh one of your family was yeah and he could have just gone oh right but he was like oh hang on come back yeah and then sat down and then just it wasn't recorded was it obviously but but then just sat and spoke to you about it didn't he and it was like he didn't need to do that did he and it was just like the really you just get a measure of someone there do you know what i mean he gave a fuck right No, definitely yeah no it was it was very kind of him and um yeah it was uh, it was pretty spectacular. I think when you talk about his in- intensity, because I even I, I half jokingly said something about you know, do you ever feel bad for the guys you you spanked out? Because a couple of his knockouts were so yeah. impressive, like he tombstone the guys, yeah. and it, and he was like, then he was like, do you think they would have given a shit if that was me on the end yeah. of it and stuff like that? And I felt that intensity. I was like, yeah. wow. I mean, like, yeah, he's a lovely bloke, but there is a lot of passion and intensity there. And, yeah, um, of course. And again, he, he was very much, you know, advocate of how important exercise is. And, yeah. you know, and, and, and I would say that to anyone really, but definitely that, and we recorded that one, so you can see all that intensity yeah, on YouTube, on so on go YouTube. and check it out. Yeah. So, um, we sat down with my daughter. Yep. And we done top five chocolate bars. Um, yeah. My youngest daughter, Layla, um, always said she wanted to come and do a top five and and she, yeah she come and done top five chocolate bars and it was it was great i was i felt sick yeah, yeah. and do you know what <laughs> the reason why i felt sick obviously not because you're a lovely daughter but because i've been drinking the night before that's right and i came around here oh you was hanging i was hanging you? i came around here and we had to eat chocolate and then your lovely wife comes out and brings out loads of other fucking food. She made you a, a dinner, didn't she? But I really didn't want it. Yeah, like, and I so felt so I felt so yeah. ill, and like I was trying to eat this dinner yeah. that I hadn't asked for. Yeah. And eat chocolate at the same time. Yeah. Like I, t- I got home and I was I felt so. You done well there, mate. You did do well. <laughs> but it was great, you know. So we then done um, top five beers with Charles from Love Beer, and that was the the time that we spoke about when uh, Big Papa Jay made his um, first appearance. Yeah. Then we went to Posh's Hotel. I've ever been to. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try. I'll try looking for this earlier, and I can't remember what the fucking thing's called. Can you? I can't remember. I literally walked past it the other day with Carol, and I went, "Oh, that's where I recorded the podcast with Huey." And oh, what was it called? I still my nothing. I was trying looking for it. It was super posh and it had was. this mega cool nightclub in the basement, didn't it? Yeah, which is where we went and recorded with Huey. Yeah. That was one of my big... Huey Morgan. Huey yeah. Morgan from Fun Loving Criminals, obviously, um, and a, a, an amazing radio presenter as well. But Huey, for me, is like a, probably the biggest star we met. Yeah. <laughs> I know it sounds silly, but I really love the Fun Loving Criminals. Yeah. And he was so... like, It was another guy who'd been listening to our podcast himself, yeah. which was really humbling to think of that. So Great cool. top five. Yeah. Hip hop MCs, wasn't he? Top five MCs. He was just brilliant, wasn't he? Yeah. That dude knew, knew the format, didn't he? And and to give them a measure of him as well, like five, six months later, we go away for my birthday and he remembered that my favourite Beastie Boys track was Eggman. And as we're driving to <laughs> uh, oh, Norfolk, yeah. weren't we, on Six yeah. Music, he played Eggman by the Beastie Boys for me for my birthday. Yeah. And I just thought, mate, 
What more do you want on your birthday? Nah. Hugh Morgan playing your favourite track by the Beasties on Six Music. Too cool. And another guy who gave a shit about uh, family's health and that because my, I was trying anything for my dad's health yep. at the time. And he had some hookups with CBD because yep. he's... Um, because his friend, well, DJ Crust, yep. who's an amazing drum and bass producer, has started up his own company. Yep. And, um, yeah, and helped me out with that, you know. So, fucking hell, don't need to do that, these people, do yeah. they? But, um, no, it's, it's just, wow. Can, I can imagine more. I remember that, actually, when we first met Huey outside the book club. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, yo, take my number. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> take my number, man. And we'll hook up. And I was like, what? Yeah. So, yeah, I think he walked away and you and Pip were just like, oh, you've got an erection. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't expect that. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Really so, back to ACAST, was it for this one? It was, wasn't it? Oh, for, for an absolutely brilliant one. Another one, well, it was another radio host, John Kennedy. Yeah. Doing his top five Christmas tunes, and they are obviously being John. They they are out fucking. He throws a lot of curveballs in there. There's he? no wizard or slave. Yeah, no. And he gets a few insults from me saying I wouldn't go to his Christmas party. Um, yeah, his neighbours want to be good though. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we done another live show. Um, that was our first one, which was a Saturday afternoon, yeah. I believe. We done a matinee, which was with uh, Gal Porter, Rialina, yeah. um, Bobby, who we we should get back on to do yeah, a top five Bobby. from Does It Offend You? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and now owns the Rattle, um, yeah. and they're about to open another Rattle in LA. Um, he smashed the one in London, and yeah, and um, author um, Jen, who wrote uh, I Was Brit Popped. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we done top five things about London on that yeah. one. I think. Um, you done your Christmas speech that year. Which um, still gets probably five times the listens than it should do each week. I don't know why people are still going back and listening to that, but I think I'm going to take it off soon because I hate it. I think it's just really important not to question people's mentality that listen to this podcast. <laughs> I drank a bottle of whiskey before recording that. Yeah. I was I was genuinely fucked. So, so yeah. we then had um, Brad... Stu, um, oh, and me and you our New Year's resolutions. Then we we drove to South London, I think, to go and meet with Johnny Dean, frontman yeah. of menswear. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what a great top five that was. Top five Bowie. Yeah. But also, not only is that, if that wasn't impressive enough, he told us he, the story of menswear and, oh my God. It's... For for some people that that look back at menswear and, and see him as a an indie boy band manufactured, you know, it, it so wasn't. It was just it, it's up there with something that the fucking KLF would do. It, you know, their their mm. way of making it happen was just hundred percent blag. Yeah, and sponsored by Coke. Yeah, it was just fucking amazing, and mm. uh, you know. Even Johnny said it'd make a great film. It really yeah, fucking it would. would. It, it, would. It, it was it was it was brilliant. He'd grown up in the area that we grew up in, and and but I'd never actually. Well, it was quite weird. It turned out that the the one time my band supported his band was their last ever gig, and 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 so that that was quite strange. But I never I never knew Johnny, but um, he was he was absolutely smashing money. And that is one of those unexpected gems. It was a it was a real find. And talking about real finds and dinosaur bones, our next guest was Jess Megan. Yes, curve model, young, brilliant, funny. Can't remember where we met Jess first. I really can't. Where was it? 
You had Ow. been in a. You've been um, arrested in her back garden. I had done, yeah. No, it was a photo shoot I'd been doing with Pip for one of his collections, That's and right. met Jess there, and we hit it off. And she was smart and witty, and I thought we got to get her on. And she that certainly delivered. She did top five dinosaurs. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Drunk and, a bottle of schnapps. Oh, she drank a bottle of schnapps, and she knows a lot about dinosaurs. She wasn't just like T Rex and. Stegosaurus. No, she, she knows she, her shit, mate. She went in on the dinosaur, on the mm. dinosaur world. So, so yeah, that was that was really fun. Oh, then <laughs> the next one. That was a lot of fun. That one. <laughs> this was messy. This was back to our old drinking and, and recording. Not mine. I was driving. Oh yeah, I drank quite a lot though, yeah. didn't I? So we went and met up with um, the golfer uh, Andrew Beef Johnson. Yeah. Um, but we met him at his golf club with four of his mates. And between them, they'd done top five beers. And we literally just put the recorder in the middle of the table and they just recanted stories of getting drunk and driving home on the pavement in a golf cart. Yeah. Um, it was real great camaraderie. Yeah. Wasn't it? Between yeah. that, uh, beef. It was, it was lads that had grown up together. Yeah. Still mates. Having a chinwake about some of the stupid stuff they've done over the years. Yeah. Um, and discussing the best beers. Yeah. And it was, it was really good fun. It was bloody brilliant. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, look, we did a patron sample there. Yeah, to give people an idea. We done top five movie deaths, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, that's bloody brilliant, that. Mm. What a great top five, that. And then we went on to do our Essex live show, which I believe was our Christmas special. It was. Um, which was really fucking brilliant, that. Um, it was our homecoming gig, Christmas special in, in, in Furrock, wasn't it? Um, I got everyone lovely presents. We had yep. the little... Sort of like, is it a Ferrero Rocher? Is it going to be a Brussels sprout type? Inspired. Yeah, little little game. So that was good fun. Then we went back to Acast, right? Yeah. Um, to sit down with uh, Nick Hodgson of the Kaiser Chiefs. Another non-jumped up, very rational, very calm, very nice musician who's been in an absolute, you know, chart-topping megastorm band. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he a- was a- great. Absolutely great. Then... We met the wonderful Alex Fox. Yeah. Foxy McFoxington. Um, she's... For Fox's sake. Um, she's fucking brilliant, isn't she? She really is. Um, she's uh, an absolute whirlwind of puns, chat and colour. Yeah. Um, and it's infectious. Yeah. And she done top five bizarre sex toys. And we done that in the basement of the book club. Mm-hmm. And it was batshit, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, it really was. Um, that's definitely one of our most outfield top fives, I think, and was hysterical mm-hmm. as well. I just wish we didn't use all the top all the sex toys because it yeah. got weird. Yeah, yeah. When you impregnated me with them little eggs, mm. that was quite odd. <laughs> but um, yeah, if you want to hear one that is. Oh, already, I'm saying the only one that's crazy listen to that but I'm just looking at who he has next <laughs> so Alex Fox is he's probably the most close to the line in regards to anything sexualised right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but she's a sex expert she's, and she's so good at it though yeah. and she's so interesting well read and what's good about it is the whole thing with her approach to sex is 
Which should be fun, right? It should be fun, and she doesn't make it a taboo, and no. she makes discussing it easy. Yeah. And I think that's a great thing, because I think a lot of people have difficulties when it comes to that sort of subject. And, and shame. Mm. And I don't think you should be ashamed of your sexuality or, or of wanting to effectively get off. Do you know what I mean? And I just wanted to look you dead in the eyes when I said that <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, you did. Um, Weird. Yeah. So, talking about, well, crazy podcast then. Th- this was bonkers, wasn't yeah. it? We're sitting where we're sitting now in my back garden in my shed. Pritchard and Dayton from Dirty Sanchez rock up. Yeah. Before we even go into it, thanks to um, Matt Stocks for arranging that. Yes. Um, Life in the Stocks, great podcast, and uh, Matt's become a mate. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was he's been touring around with the Dirty Sanchez boys doing their. Um, their live shows well, yeah Matt's been touring bloody everywhere doing everything yeah, this year he's had yeah. an absolute storm I love following him on Facebook yeah. and uh, listening to his stories and his, his podcast his life in the stocks with John Lydon is is something to be old um, I can't recommend that enough yeah. but within five minutes of Pritchard and Dayton getting here yeah. I'd given Pritch a really strong bottle of craft beer which he knocked over on the table and then was hoovering up hoovered off the table yeah with his um, nose they done top five Hellraisers. Um, they knew most of them. Um, <laughs> it was just, just amazing. And uh, you, you, his Dolph Lundgren story on the plane is just fucking hell. That's probably our craziest anecdote I think we've ever heard on this, isn't it? We've heard some, but that was just. Who's ever took so much, so many downers? They're unaware that they are on a flight across America. And they've stood up and they're pissing on Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> I mean, that's that's not all of it. Go and listen to that episode to get the full story. And and obviously, what you get as well is you get Dayton laughing, yeah. and Dayton's laughs one of the greatest things yeah. ever. Uh, that was a moment having them in. I, I I know when we posted that on social media, the response that us two idiots had bigger idiots. Yeah coming to be idiots was just yeah, amazing yeah it was the dumb and dumber of the podcast it, it really uh, was uh, well. absolutely brilliant so we had Charles back in next and we done the beers from the northwest yep. and then we had another maniac um, join us oh yes um, and it's quite weird because when you do get chatting to him he's just lovely isn't he yeah this is Jimmy Havoc mm. um, well internationally acclaimed hardcore wrestler and mm. really hardcore like this guy is if you see any of his photos on fucking Instagram that lad is always bleeding yeah like properly bleeding yeah. and I've seen all the things that he's done when I've gone to the progress and it is yeah it, it is painful but not to him he yeah. absolutely loves it doing what he does yeah and but at the same time such a nice person what a dude absolute dude we done a locked in a room didn't we uh, we mm. took everyone for our yeah. One year anniversary, was yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Um, we took him, um, mm. uh, Rebecca Crow, Gal Porter, yeah. Alex Fox, Jordan, yeah, Carol, Jess, Megan, me, you, Jess. Mm-hmm. Have I missed anyone? Off the top of my head, Pip I was can't ill. Remember. Couldn't make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Susie, Doctor so, Saucy uh, George, Susie George, yeah. Um, and yeah, we we had a brilliant time locked in a room, um, and yeah, and it, and it's just testament that these crazy people that do these banana things in in octagons, rings, cages. The minute you sit down and have a chat with them, they're just fucking yeah. lovely people. 
Exactly. Yeah, and uh, so Jimmy also did, yeah, what did you do? Top five Batman graphic novels. So yep. you just sat there silently for I just an, an hour. just looked confused for an hour. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that was wicked. And then we went on to actually Matt Stocks. Yeah. Because um, we obviously did it the same night we had the uh, the Dirty Sanchez boys around. Now, one thing with Matt is there's no, it's not all guesswork, is it, with Matt? He's an actual professional who yep. does his does his homework. Yeah, it's always weird when you have like podcasters on and you just think, oh, right. That's but, how you're supposed that, to do it. That's cool. Is that, what's that? Prep? Prep, is it called? Prep. Yeah, prep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they, they does, um, pre- he does this prep thing. Well, the, the, well what, the, what I hear that entails is before you record, yeah. you look into the subjects that you might potentially be discussing if you've got forewarning on it. So you'll use a thing called the internet right. and other sources of information and then you might make some notes. Notes. I've got limited time on my hands, Chris. Now, if I had to do that, or I could go to Obbins and get some lager. It's a tough fucking choice, mate, isn't it? And I think Oddbins is going to Oddbins is going to win out every time. Of course it is. But Matt was brilliant. Uh, I love that Mickey Rourke one. I found some movies I hadn't seen before, and it blew me away. Then the comedian Lee Hurst up a comedy night in Grays. We're staffed of culture in Grays, <laughs> and it they've was... literally got this podcast. <laughs> That's it. Um. Yeah, and, and I went and watched Lee Hurst Comedy Club, and, and this was the opening night, actually, and we, we went down before it opened, and we messaged Lee, and um, and he done... Um, we, we asked him top five questions about comedy. Um, he was quite poorly, um, but, um, but 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 come good with his answers, and it was great. And then that night... I think, to start with, Lee was a bit, like, hesitant, mm. and I think he... I'm not sure if he wanted to do it. And then a couple of minutes in and that, he realised how brilliant we were. He kind of opened up like a flower, didn't he? And I thought it went really well. I think I had a different interpretation, but I'll go with that one. Sure, just go with that. That night, I saw a comedian on stage called Dave Whitney, um, who, like Brett Goldstein, done Top 5 Weirdest Gigs. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I think one involved playing um, bagpipes at Gwen Stefani's wedding. <laughs> Indeed, um, And... That gives you a, 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 an introduction as to just how weird that one is. Then we met just a fucking proper good egg. A powerhouse. Yeah, and he is a powerhouse. Former England rugby star. Rob Parker. He'd just made um film with Scroob and Stevie yeah. Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he come around and he's done his top five most annoying things people do on Facebook. Oh, mate. We, we had a laugh that night, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we really did. Rob's yeah. fucking great, isn't he? He just, he completely just fit into the format. We really need him on a live show. Don't even, never met him before. Oh, no, we had. We'd met yeah, him at the book club. He showed up in cycle shorts and yeah. I was drunk and I started spanking his ass and yeah. all sorts of other weirdness. That was quite bizarre. Um, however, didn't know him really and he, he come in the whiffing and... Within five minutes, we're being really horrible to each other. Oh, yeah. And so knowing you think, oh, mate, you're in the firm. Yeah, right. and not, not only on the podcast, off the podcast, yeah. him, him and yours really funny joke about ah. his fucking sister who he's saying had died or been raped or something. That was that was funny wind-up for me. No, so we, this, this is, I guess, one of the things that this podcast is quite good for is today we can actually sort of explain what happened there. So you'd mentioned something on there about... A relative dying. And we were joking on WhatsApp. And it was a bit of funny banter, banter. Yeah. And he said, 
he insulted me about something about um, stupid people or whatever yeah. and, and relationships. And I basically said, yeah, like you and your sister, implying that he'd probably been having incestual relations with a, with a, a sibling. And he went, that's not funny, mate. My, my sister died. At that point, I sent Rob a message independently and I went, carry on being horrible to Chris with this. And he went, amazing. I phoned you up a little while later. I went, mm. mate, I've just had a message from Rob Parker. Like, yeah. it's fucking screwing, man. And he was like, oh, fuck. Like, I didn't even mean it like that. And like, and you bit. Well, fuck um, off, Chris. No, it, this is you the thing. You sent him a real, you kept ringing him and he wouldn't answer. Oh, he was going, he keeps ringing me. I'm I, not answering the phone. I, I, you guys are the masters of exaggeration, right? What, what happened was I half bit because. I kind of, when when I replied back and he said that, I think he said my sister died. I then wrote gutted. <laughs> Something like that. You did. And then, because I knew that anyone who's in that situation, not many people come back and throw it in your face like that. Yeah. If they really mean it, it's not how humans work. Mm. And if you do work like that, you're probably a bit strange. Yeah. And so I knew his sense of humour. So I thought he was joking. But the problem was, I didn't know him for very long. Mm. And... I couldn't be sure. So I left it about half a day before then saying, yeah. going, oh, hey, listen, mate, obviously that was just a yeah. joke. Um, and that, and then that is when these campaign of silent treatment. And, yeah. and when I spoke to you, I was like, I think he's joking, but I'm not sure. And then you were like, yeah, no, no, I he's said, really I, no, I went, he's told us we don't have to put the podcast out. Oh, that was, yeah. And I was like, mate, you got to sort this out. And he was like, I'm ringing him, but he's not answering. <laughs> so well oh, done, Rob. Yeah, we you kept that one going for about a day. Yeah. Um, then what did we do? We went back to the Hoxton Square Bar and Kitchen and sat down with James from Star Sailor. Yeah. We've done his top five um, Shea Meadows films. Sure, yeah. James was a good chap. Obviously, he's written some amazing songs. Some of his stories about what he did, you know, what he has done as a musician mm. and who he's worked with, his full spectrum, and that is fucking... But it's absolutely mind-boggling. And we were, he, James came for a drink, didn't he, on one of our live shows as well? So he stayed show. out and he got he got a bit fucked up with, with us a lot and, yeah. and that. So that was pretty cool. And then... We move on to, I would say, probably the biggest love of your life. Yep. The greatest love of your life. Yeah. Um, He's one of the three, isn't he, at least? Do you know what I mean? You have yeah. three great loves. Yeah. Carol's one. Yeah. Then the kids. Then the kids. Then, then Rich. Then yeah. Rich Wilson. Do you want to tell us about how much you love Fancy um, Rich? Well, I saw Rich at the comedy club, and I just thought he was really funny. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, I'm going to... Because the way a lot of these bookings happen... Um, is I'll see someone or I'll see something on social media and I think, oh, I'll hit them up and I'll drop them a little message and then half the time they get ignored because um, I'm sure they get hit up by loads of podcasters and stuff. Mm. But sometimes they come back and go, oh, yeah, wicked. And and then sometimes Pips introduce us to people and through doing the clubs and things like that, then we, we, we're lucky that we meet these people when they come and DJ for us and then we can sort of you know, familiarise ourselves and, and, and see if they're interested in, in chatting. Um, I'd never met Rich, but I reached out to him and then whilst looking at his Instagram page, all of his posts were about bands that I really liked. And then he seemed really excited about coming on. And yeah. when, he, when he come in, neither of us had met him, yeah. and he's, he's cracking, right? Mm. And he'd come in and he had listened literally binged all of our podcasts yeah. hadn't he yeah 
to the point where I went, look, mate, if you get hot, the radio, he went, oh, no, the radio's behind me, the switch is on the wall. The fact that he'd listened enough to know stuff like that. And then, yeah, it's just one of them things where we're the same age and we grew up in very similar ways, exposed to very similar musics and stuff. And, and yeah, he's just become a really fucking good mate. And, uh, and lover. And lover. Which is, again, with, with, with Rob, it's, it's the same thing, wasn't it? As soon as he came over, it just slipped into very, yeah. very like good conversation. And he picked a fucking cracking top five. Top five movie villains. Yeah. Mate, that's... You know, we forget the top yeah. fives are what we get guests on for. Wow. And it was such a good one. I love doing the prep for that and, yeah. uh, and, and chatting about that. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's just such a good bloke. So hopefully we get him back on at some point. Definitely. And then we... Um, we recorded our first one at the Pink Toothbrush. Yeah. We met up with Sam Duckworth, aka Get Kate, Wear Kate, Fly. Yeah. Um, and Sam's Sam's banging. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's such just, a nice bloke. He's a super nice guy. And he done top five lyrics. Yeah. Some that we didn't expect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being a musician he, he is, we was quite surprised that there was there was hip-hop in there, wasn't there? And and he his justification for his top five was brilliant as well spot on great pep prep really from the heart as well which is what we like when people do a top five and just a, a really nice guy yeah. lots of fun um who we've come to have dj for us yeah. um he done the wrestling podcast with pip didn't he and yeah. russell yeah um, i went and saw him play live with molly and then we met his girlfriend and we actually outstanding a, a night out with him because you know we just thought they're such such a nice yeah. couple to hang out with so Sam, we will get that in the calendar very soon, matey. Absolutely. Um, then oh. met uh, Charlotte Hatherley at the Hudson Square Bar and Kitchen, where we done um, Charlotte Hatherley, uh, formerly of Ash, um, and obviously a successful solo artist. Top five eighties sci-fi movies. You had a semi on at that oh, one, didn't you? Mate. And not because Charlotte's not beautiful. Not how brilliant uh, Charlotte is, but just top five eighties movies sci-fi. I yeah, think that was unbelievably good. So good. And we should point out we, we've, you know these sort of podcasts, there are certain ones where we get the top fives and I just think, Chris can take the lead on yeah. this. And that's one of them. I just yeah. think, look, I'm quite happy to sit back and, and just let him go to work here because yeah. it's it, it, he will speak with far more passion. Not that I'm disinterested in no. any way, but it's your forte, isn't it? No, exactly. It? It's and the same like, when it comes to, you know, music, man. Like, you, you'll you take the lead on those yeah. ones for sure. Like, there's points when you get into conversation about music and I'm like, I really don't even know what you two are yeah. talking about now. Sometimes, like, when that happens, I just wish you'd just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you have. You've set up off the beaten track. <laughs> I'm, going off Chris. I'm taking Chris out of this. I'm going off the beaten track about him. But I think that's great. You know, obviously, this is a podcast about our stuff but I think it's great that you've done it off the beaten track and that it's you know it's about that that you're really passionate about yeah of course, you know? of course. and it just means I haven't got you drone on about some stupid fucking record label from the 80s that no one gives a shit about um, on t- <laughs> on that's t- basically t- a really good synopsis of what off the beaten track <laughs> is, is really? by the way <laughs> I've listened to the first one, really enjoyed it, but obviously I've only got around to listening to that one of Pips, you know. Yeah. I'm terrible, man, but there we go. Um, then uh, Beans on Toast yeah. turned up um, at the Whiffin um, yeah. to do top five places to have a pint. Yeah. It was good fun, wasn't it? It was good fun. You find out how much of an entrepreneur he is as well and a bit of yeah. a hustler. And, yeah. uh, no, it was cool. It was it was nice to listen to, to his chat on And that. then um, we met... Um, Rao? 
Ralph, I meant the Shikari. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a, an amazing guest to have yeah, on. it was great. Um, and his top five was great. Worst motivational platitudes. It was very funny. And sometimes we, we've, we've had a... We haven't had many. We definitely have one where they wasn't prepped at all and didn't yeah. really know what the fuck was going Are on. Are we not talking about ourselves here? <laughs> no. Excluding I mean, that, us. That's our job. Yeah, exactly. You know, the guest should be at least a little bit prepared. Um, but, yeah, um, Raoul was great. He, yeah. He's really prepped, hadn't he? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, a proper nice dude as mm-hmm. well. Um, what was next, mate? Oh, so uh, Rebecca Crow come over, top yeah. five kick-ass women. Yeah. And by that, we're not talking about... Um, superheroes no, uh, no. A, a film we're talking about women that have achieved amazing things fucking crazy pirate women and shit yeah. like that it was really cool um, and Rebecca Crow does her own podcast obviously Crowversation yep. and I think we met I'd met Rebecca at a wrestling show mm-hmm. and thought yeah let's let's get, get her on and uh, yeah that was a cool episode um, th- this is just before the next one I'm noticing that we're coming up is um, We're Scientists which is when we did Three or four in a day, which was exhausting. Do you remember that day? Yeah. We did. We are scientists. We're at a point in that episode, my brain just, I'm half asking a question and I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'd ha- tried to have a sleep laying down on the stage um, that that afternoon. Okay. I think we'd done two and I was just yeah. thinking, I just, I'm knackered. Yeah. And they, they were doing an in store at Rough Trade, yeah. We Are Scientists. And then. They literally rushed over afterwards, and do you know what? They were funny dudes. Yeah, they like, were. They and 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 they were right up for it as well. No, yeah, and thank you for injecting that energy back yeah. into us, basically. Absolutely. And the next one was one that was very much something that I took a back seat on, and 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 you sort of drove that one with Dan. Dan P. Carter, mm. what a nice bloke as well, and yeah. like that was cool. But that he went in on that CIA operation stuff, and. Um, and people loved listening to that episode. Yeah. People have been a big fan of that. They've asked us when we're going to do like the other one, the other podcast of Conspiracy Theory. Well, we've put it on hold until this year because we wanted to do it last year. There was just no time. And and it's important to say that I had Dan on off the beaten track yeah. literally about two weeks ago. Mm. It's not out yet. Um, and one of the last things he said was, he's, yeah. when's Chris doing Tim Folds Wats? Tinfoil Twats, yeah, I like it. In terms of a name, we might want to do Tinfoil Twats. 76 came up with another really good one called Tinfoiled again, which I think is, instead of foil again, which is like, maybe it's a bit more friendly to like putting it on Acast and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you know, well, if Acast take it or wherever we put it, even if it's YouTube or wherever. That's a great name. It's, it is good. So I love Tinfoil Twats and I like Tinfoiled again. Maybe Tinfoiled again will be the official name and Tinfoil Twats will be the unofficial... Stage name of the guest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tinfoiled again. That's really good. I like that. Well, puns, in it. Absolutely. It's bread and butter. Then we had... Um, Dennis Thompson, Your children's author, come over, and he done his top five children's books. Yeah. Then we got all trendy and hipster, and we drove to Margate, didn't we? Went to visit Gemma Kearney. Yeah, lovely Gem. Yeah, um, that, was, that was a brilliant one. Got you pumped up, because it was top five places to visit, and oh my God, as if you didn't want to go on holiday after yeah. finishing that chat. Yeah. And uh, she's yeah. She's got amazing energy, Gemma. Yeah. Um, by the time this comes out, um, we're recording this on the Friday, and this mm-hmm. will be at next Monday, Yeah. Uh, this Saturday She's coming to DJ for us at the yeah. book club. So looking forward to spending some time with her again. Yeah, yeah. And then speaking of DJs, we then sat down with ETM, Eddie Temple Morris. We'd been trying to get that one sorted for a while because we know Eddie just through the, the clubs and stuff like that. Yeah. And he he his episode of Distraction Pieces um, is incredible. Yeah. 
um, as is Eddie's podcast with Nick Hawks, Trailblazers, which is, I would say, one of my favourite podcasts. Um, and Eddie's cracking, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, what because of these creative fucking sorts, they really get into stuff, don't they? You know, like, not only is he so into his music, it's unbelievable. He's so passionate about that. He spoke with such passion about food that it was a little bit daunting. We thought mm. he might come on and talk about maybe like pot noodle on toast and stuff mm. like that. And uh, actually, no, he, he kind of went in on the best restaurants, the best places in the world. He's had pizza. Massively. Uh, yeah, and he's, well, he's a professional, isn't he? Consummate professional. Again, he's one of them ones, like with your John Kennedys and things like that, 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 that they're broadcasters. They, they just control it with ease and mm. they're so relaxed and, and engaging and it's, it's, it's a skill. And, you know, I wish we had it. Um, <laughs> then we spoke to Steve Ansel of Blood Red Shoes. Blood Red Shoes, yeah. Top five fucking gigs. Oh, I my mean, God. D- fuck's sake. If you want to <laughs> hear in just crackers, rock and roll stories, yeah. he's had some yeah. fucking mad yeah, shit happen, sure. hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know what to expect from it. Um He's been all over the world with some of the biggest fucking names in the world, yeah. hasn't he? And some of the stories that he says are ridiculous. Yeah, you've got to check that shit out. It's a really good one. And then the, the next one's one that gets brought up by quite a few people. It's one of their favourites. Oh, um, he's definitely one of my faves to record. And it was on that day of recording three. It well. was. It was. Yeah. And, and we sat down with Rowena Alice. Yep. Top five final destination deaths. That is niche. Yeah. But brilliant. but brilliant yeah. and Rose, um, a radio DJ, um, and she's very, very engaging. Um, she's cracking, isn't she, Rose? Yeah, just, like, yeah. Just, just a, a, a real lovely. Again, lovely another lady. professional who knows how to conduct themselves on and a control us, on yeah. a pod- podcast, and uh, and had done her homework. Yeah, and not only that, we got mum ratings for the first time. Yeah. Mum ratings, which was uh, Rose, uh, sort of mum who'd watch, for some reason, she'd always watch Final Destination with her mum. Yeah. Very cool. And we got what mum's opinion was on, on each of the movies yep. and what they, she That's thought right. was the best yeah, one. Yeah, we did. So it was, mum's score. Yeah, mum's score. It was really cool. So, and then for episode 70, we spoke to our distraction piece's brother. Um, our, we'd already obviously had Pip on, then we'd had. Brett, yeah. then we'd had Susie, Susie, and so um, it was an obvious thing for us to get the wonderful Jason Reed on from Stop and Search. Such a brilliant one, Matt. Top five comfort box sets, and really, Jason sort of really got into his illness, which he hasn't spoken a lot about. No. And, you know, it was about his struggles with MS. And when you realise, when you see all the amazing things Jason's done and, and his all his um, forays into politics and going to the House of... Um, you know, commons and, and whatnot to, to, to sort of like take our issues with regards to um, drug policy and prohibition. It's amazing to think he does all that whilst managing something that fucking knocks him on his ass yeah. weekly. Yeah. And he really goes into it and he and he explains why these why why these box sets are important yeah. to him in managing it almost yeah. like a, like medicine. Actual comfort, like yeah, um, total gentleman. The next one um, was. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. 
Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A complete breath of fresh air and different from anything we've done up to yeah. up to this point or, or since preparation uh, now and when through, we're talking about prep work yeah. and through having Rowena on um we managed to um get her husband on mm. he's Billy Lunn um frontman of the subways top five life of Brian quotes but it wasn't just that was it no I mean he literally had written out that written handwritten scenes yeah and then acted them out to us with voices with voices and, you know, not only that, which was impressive, Billy's understanding of Life of Brian and actually the Monty Python crew and how intellectual that that movie is, he really broke it down really well. Mm. And we also get to chat with, again, like rock royalty, in yeah. my opinion, for fucking, for, for yeah. the UK. Like the subways were epic. And I said this recently on a previous podcast, but Billy doesn't live up to what I'd say is a normal tropey stereotype for someone who's a front man. When he's on that stage, he blows you away with his yeah. energy and passion. And when you meet him in real life, he comes across so much more than just like a front man in a rock band. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like an smart, intelligent, caring, yeah. witty, kind dude. Yeah. Yeah, Billy, you, yeah, you, you, you definitely... Um... Billy, will you marry me? <laughs> um, this next one was one of my favourites. So we returned oh, to the pink shit. toothbrush um, and we sat down with um, photographer Dean Chalkley um, and, and that was a two-parter and, yeah. and that was one that I come out of feeling really inspired by, um, yeah. you know, Dean's approach to his, his art and photography and filmmaking and, and, and just some of the situations he's found himself in, like literally probably there's a story that happened to him in Ibiza and then there's a story that happened to him when he went to where because he had a beard they thought he was going to do some really terrible stuff and he was whereabouts was that I can't it recall it wasn't um, it was fucking Lebanon, scary Lebanon no um, was this Libya Libya it was one of those here we yeah. go guesswork is work yeah I know but um Oh my god! Like, and and if you're a creative person or you're interested in in hearing creative people talk, go and listen to this episode because D Dean's life has all been about just 
put in the kind of art before the money. He shows how if you're obsessed about culture and certain things, that if you put the time in, you'll find the way. You will reap what you sow, yeah. and that he used that camera as a passport to meeting everyone. Yeah, and he really has met and snapped everyone. What a fucking dude. He oozes culture, yeah. Dean. I mean, you, you will be familiar with iconic photographs of McCartney, Gallagher, Winehouse. Dean took most of them. Yeah. Like, even recently, even modern people like Wiley recently yeah. snapped and stuff. It's, it's impressive. Yeah, he, he was the enemy photographer for, for years. So, you, I, I mean, that's an episode I would really recommend listening to if you want to get fired up, if you've got a creative idea that you're thinking about doing something. It, it's inspiring him in Dean Talk. And then on to one of my favourites, which is with the lovely, handsome, intelligent Rick Edwards. He's a hunk. He's a hunk, isn't he? But what, again, we're so lucky we get such cool people on. And he did top five mad science stories from bloody fungus that turns ants into bloody zombies. Um, It was just bonkers. And I really like that. And again, Dean, um, Rick weren't feeling too well that day. He no. was like, I'm sorry, I'm feeling a little bit out of sorts. You his brain was it. on point, man. Yeah, his brain was on point. Um, yeah, so Rick, you, you that that was a, that's one of my favourites, talking about that and, and coming up with all the other strange science theories yeah. as well. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that. We then drove to Brighton and we met up with Preston, uh, Samuel Preston, or Preston of the Ordinary Boys fame, um, and he done his top five dangerous musicians. Yeah. I think he went straight in with number one accidentally, didn't he? Or yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then and then he also talks about his accident, um, which, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, if, you've seen the, if you see these scars, it's a miracle he survived. Harry's alive. He's an absolute miracle. Absolutely, mate. And uh, I won't say any more. That, that, I mean, if that's not made you think, I'll give that one a listen, then, then I don't know what will. But, um, yeah, fantastic. And then um, Josh Weller. Oh, he's brilliant. He's ace, isn't he? Have you seen the video he's put on social media today? No. Have you watched the Fire Festival documentary yet? Uh, not yet. No, I really want to. I can't wait. To, it's right. on Netflix, right? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. I've it's, seen the advert. It looks brilliant. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, awful. Uh, you know, highlights a lot of things that are just wrong in the world. Yeah. But he's posted on Instagram today a video that he's made that was obviously left on the cutting room floor of him appearing on that documentary, which he's made himself, which is <laughs> fucking amazing. Absolutely amazing. King of, I think he's king of social media, Josh Weller. Mate, he's genius at it. Absolutely incredible. Uh, he done top five lonely songs. Um, he was going to do top five, top fives. Yeah. Um, and then all stop top five Star Trek. Yes. And um, we went into a lot of it. I well, mean, no, he that pretty much it. does Sorry. top five, top five. That's fives, what it was, wasn't it? He talked about all the ones he was going to do top fives in, which we ended up sort of talking about yeah. bits of. So it became a top five, top five. But mm-hmm. the premise of his attendance was top five lonely songs, which yep. we do talk about. We then went to the Queen of Hoxton and done a two-parter with um, the wonderful Colin Murray. Yeah, who showed up late because... Didn't his sister nearly break her wrist or something, or broke her arm? Broke her arm. Yeah, he was rum ragged. And, yeah. and fair play, he could have just fucked us off, yeah, he and he done. didn't. He yeah. went like, "If you don't mind waiting, I'll be there." And 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 it was really weird because I'd never met Colin before, um, and just hearing him on the radio, I didn't realise. I thought he would be more relaxed and yeah. slightly more softer spoken, but he's he's a he's a force of nature, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, and he is. And it's absolutely infectious. And 
the passion and that that he speaks, he's he, fucking great. Um, yeah, and not only that, but off when we spoke after, he shared a few stories that we can't yeah. share with you, which were pretty fucking amazing. Was he? Was you at the book club when he DJ'd? You might have been away for that. Yeah, one. I think so. Probably well, snowballing. he come and DJ for us. He used to take money off of Pip and I, um, but could he have a bottle of whiskey? So, Colin and I drank a bottle of whiskey that <laughs> night, and you don't realise the people he's had these little dealings with in music and mm. sport, and he's got stories mm. like that are just oh my god, mm. and yeah, it's absolutely fascinating chatting to Colin, and um, yeah, absolute absolute gentleman. Um. Done a live show after that. It's probably our last live show, that is, at the moment, isn't it? We've still got to get one in. I'm pretty yeah. much certain it is. Um, who asked me about when we're doing... I was I, literally, someone I was speaking to on the phone said, when are you doing one um, today? And I was like, I don't know. Um, well, we've had trouble booking in Hoxton Bar Square and Quick Kitchen, haven't we? That's we can, Well, we can't obviously do the evenings. Mm. So, Saturday evenings is, is club nights at yeah, the, yeah. all the big venues in London. And so, it's a case of like wanting to know what you want from us, really. We can do the afternoon matinees if, if that's what you want to, you know, you're yeah. happy doing. Or we can do evening shows, but it will be in the week. Mm. Or for us to get a Saturday night somewhere, we'd probably have to maybe come outside of London. And I yeah. don't know if, you know, it's. it's it's going to be a lot easier for you to travel into London than probably what it is Essex. Yeah, so, let us know. Let us know your thoughts. Yeah. So, but the matinee is quite cool because we can go out drinking after that and that has been a lot of fun. It has been that. a hell of a lot so, of fun. So, you know, it's an opportunity to come and get drunk with us and our guests as yeah. well. So. so, we stayed at the Huxley Square Bar and Kitchen and sat down with um, actor, rapper, comedian, just all round good egg, Doc Brown. Yeah, again, another guy who's got stories for days. The people he's worked with is insane. Yeah. Um, Amy Winehouse to mention, you know. Yeah, yeah, he was he was part of Ronson's band, wasn't yeah, he? That, yeah, that, yeah. that travelled around when Amy was in it, and God, who else? Um, oh God, Haggis Horns, and I'm trying to think who else. Um, like other comedians, he done his worst stand-up gigs. Yeah. They were banging as well. Absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. Top, very top fella. Very top, awkward, top those stand-up diggers. I love it, the fact we've had like a bunch of comedians on who all go back to that. Yeah. Because it's so fucking traumatic for yeah, them. They, and it's, it's, it's always like right there, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah it really yeah. is. Well, <laughs> uh, Pink Toothbrush then after that for episode 80, we yeah. sat down with Rage Against the Machine number one campaigner, John Malta. Yeah. Um, John done top five records that got to number two. Um, brilliant chat. John's great lad. Um and we'd had him on the live show in Essex as well, hadn't we? Yeah. And uh, Telling his story about how he got Rage to number one. And just how he's just got such a good brain for marketing and yeah. PR, isn't he? But he's a gorilla one. He doesn't yeah. want to work for, for, for the man. Yeah. He just does it with the projects that he's he finds interesting. 100%. The, 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 you know, the way that he's done it is... Yeah, it's 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 impressive. It really is, and yeah. and and he goes in on it on this podcast yeah, and yeah, he explains yeah. like some not uh, aside from the Rage Against the Machine campaign, how many other records he's took into the charts and how he's done it is yeah. again, it's it's inspiring. Yeah, it's worth you tapping ever tapping him up, guys. If if you've got yeah. something worth promoting, that's a little bit left the centre. Yeah. Um, then we went on to. Um, <laughs> 
Well, should we do Big Papa Joe? Should we talk about the other one? Yeah, let's just move on to Big Papa Joe. Um, If anyone's going through this on Acast. um, So Um, episode 82 was uh, a three-parter. I don't really remember too much of that. I think that was the one when Justin just took it to a different level. (laughs) Is this the one with the Pat Butcher? You could walk walk (laughs) a dog in it. You could walk a dog (laughs) in her front bottom. Um, that lad's analogies are just beautiful. It, aren't they? it, it is weird. Then we had our sponsor, um, Luke, turn up, didn't we? Yeah. And um, top five eighties and nineties cult TV. So Luke not only really knows the format, he picked a fucking amazing top five, and then absolutely delivered. I believe he bought. Did he bring one of his crazy gift emergency aid packages round here that had crisps and cho- all our favourite crisps and chocolates in? He bought a box of. Was that that one? Yeah, because he did yeah. it, and then he did it at Christmas as mm. well, didn't he? Yeah, he's like literally behind us. Is a is a um, a poster for the American Wealth in London. Yeah, that's um, what that was part he, of that. He bought us, yeah. and we're still looking at bags of scampi fries and peanuts uh, hanging up here that he bought us at uh, Christmas and there's a box next door full of crisps and chocolate that we will continue to work our way through this year. But he is an absolute legend. Mate. Like, like since since um, working with him on this, he's been doing, as I say, some vi- the video viral stuff for us. Yeah. Um, he's gone on, he's got a few other things in the pipeline with some other people that we know. Um He's just a, a regular dude with some amazing stories about how he got into media, yeah. the people he's worked with, some of the photos he's shared. He's got yeah. a picture with bloody Flavor Flav, yeah. which I don't think we can share, um, but it's hysterical. It's absolutely hysterical. And as we said before, you know, it, like Rob and and not taking anything away from any of the other guests, but some people like come round here that we've never met before no. and we've got no common threads. Yeah. Like with a lot of the guests, we were like, Oh, we, they've been on pips or there's something mm. where there's a connection. There was nothing with Luke and straight away we just clicked in. We yeah. just thought, mate, he's, yeah, he, he, he's, he's, I mean, the fact that he's a good egg and he's sponsoring us. Yeah. 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 What more do win, you want? Win situation, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Talking to people who came around here and we sort of like got right into the, the sort of banter. I, get, I think our next guest did that pretty well. Ricky yeah. Hall, the uh, world's sexiest man. He is the world's sexiest man. And um, we tried on and off to get this one done and, and Ricky had had his ups and downs with addictions. Yes. And the the light-hearted top five of cinema pick mix was great, but it was definitely a weighty podcast. It was and- tempered by the fact that he... But he really went into it, didn't he? He wasn't frightened. I think we went straight into it. Actually, yeah. it was his his addictions and his struggles with that. Yeah. And we really got it. Was it was? I can't believe he he was that comfortable talking about that with us. Yeah. And yeah. and then talking about more recent ones. Yeah. Um, that he'd never really spoken about. Um, yeah. you know. So that was fascinating. It was nice. Yeah. Um. And also. He didn't mind taking the piss out of us or us out of him. Absolutely, like mate. That. He's he's fair game, definitely. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Uh, we, we had a we had a good crack that night. Um, and took a picture of him naked as uh, at the end as well. Did we share that? No, it's just for us. All oh, right. Um, you had some bad news at this point. Um, oh shit! Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and so um, I'd had this one booked in, and so it was the the only one I'd done on my own. Yeah. Um. And it was with 
my my friend Darren, who's um, got a unfortunately got a, a terminally ill son, Jackson, and um, he'd write a book um, called Jackson Superhero, and um, I wanted basically to find a, a reason to get him on so we could talk about this book. Yeah. Um, Jackson's um, illness is mega, 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 mega rare, and. Um, <sighs> And it's it's a heartbreaking story, um, but Darren's like every time I go with Darren, he makes me laugh because he can be an absolute helmet, and he's so funny. Yeah. Um, but he's he's got a heart of gold, and he's gone through what most people would never ever have to experience. And, and well, I that's hope nightmare that stuff. It, that it's, isn't it's it? Just unbearable. Even consider what 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 him and his family have uh, you know are going through. Um, and thank you to all our listeners who bought his book. And so this is what I wanted to say. You know, this is just how nice that you listeners are. Like, you, you went straight out. That, that, that book went to number one on the Amazon chart. And and he's had to print more now. Uh, the second book's on its way. And you all posted pictures of your copies of Jackson Superhero, which is just, you know, wonderful. And, you know, if you listen to that episode... It's hard not to think, do you know what, like, I'm going to buy this book because if you've got kids, great. If you've got nieces, nephews, great, go and buy it. Um, but, yeah, so I'm going to another shameless plug on Amazon, Jackson Superhero. Go, go and go and have a look. Um, a book he wrote for his, his son. and uh, Because his son can't, can't walk um, and, 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 and he's in, you know, he's in, he's in quite a, you know, an uncomfortable you know, situation on a daily basis. Um, and Darren wondered what, if, when Jackson dreams, can he walk? Could he? Do? And so he had this idea that when he does dream, he will, he can fly, he can do anything. He's a superhero and he can fulfill all his ideas and dreams. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's beautiful. And it's not only respite for the, for, for Jackson, it's for, for parents and, and families who are going through that as well because yeah. they can read that and, 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 and maybe take some comfort in in in, in there being hope yeah. in their dreams. Yeah. You know, and so that's that's kind of a, a you know a, a Absolutely. sweet thing. So less less um deep and meaningful was another beers and listener questions with uh, Charles. Yeah. Uh free from the tyranny of Big Papa J. Yeah. That episode. Yeah, I think he was on timeout. Uh, he was on timeout. He's on time. He's on timeout of a lot of podcasts already, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, we've had to put him on a timeout again after um, last week. Yeah, um, done a Halloween special. We done top five horror oh, movies. That was bloody with my wife. With your wife, um, uh, Carol came on and smashed it. Um, another t- favourite episode, definitely. And uh, me and Carol. I'm going to say just me and Carol got into it. I think you only know one horror film. That's the that's the one sat behind me, American Werewolf in London. Yeah. What what is a werewolf? A werewolf is a werewolf. You know that now, don't you? What's the de- define the character traits of a werewolf? Go. Uh, big hands. <laughs> there we have it, folks. Big uh. hands. <laughs> um, episode eighty-eight. Um, Danny come down from Lovesick London. Oh, that was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. Really top five good. pet hates. That was oh, brilliant. It, it, that time. that become the most middle-aged podcast we've done. We yeah. all become miserable middle-aged yeah. men, yeah. just pissing and moaning about things, um, which was great. Um, then we had a super sexy, lovely lady turn up. Yeah, B ducks. Yeah. And, uh, 
she come in and done top five Robin Williams movies. Yeah, taught, taught us all that, you know, I hadn't seen as many Robin Williams movies as I thought. Yeah. So, yeah, she talked at, at length about, you know, and in detail about how and why Robin Williams is, why she loves him so much. Completely justified it as well. Yeah, yeah, for, for certain. Great night, done the podcast, then we all went out for a meal and had a lovely evening oh, afterwards awesome. as well. Oh, awesome, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it's yeah, a had time. a nice little Indian, didn't we? good time. Yeah, it was cool. Then, uh, taking nothing away from the weight of the Jackson Superhero podcast, um, but I think as a collective, as me uh, and you, as Hardcore Listing mm. Presenters, both being here for this episode, yeah. um, I think maybe this has been the episode that maybe had the biggest response of any yeah. we've done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, probably the episode that you and I have spoke the least in. Yeah, for sure, which is, I don't know how that happened. No, um, and it was a former soldier, former um, British transport policeman, um, Gary Hayes, who's um, suffered with, and he's obviously still suffering with uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, and he gives us five, not facts, or... You know, it, uh, we were keen that we didn't want to sort of cheapen... Five best things about PTSD. Yeah, we, di- we didn't want to do... You know, we didn't want to cheapen it in any way, did we? So we said, you know, we have to give it a top five for the the consistency of the podcast, but we just wanted him to come on and talk about his his, his charity, yep. um, PTSD 999. Yep. And, and he just literally was at the... Some of the stuff he was telling us about being... Front of line at seven seven, and you would think that because he was in the army, that's where his PTSD would come from. And actually, you know, it isn't. And what you don't realise is that you know the people in our emergency services have to go through really traumatic experiences. Yeah, and seeing stuff almost daily. He was that we, if we saw once in our lifetimes, would haunt us for the rest much. of our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Harry was expected to go home and function. Yeah, so definitely. And another reason why not to treat the emergency services like pricks. Yeah. But our listeners, I don't think you really need that to know that lesson. No, they're dumb enough to listen to us, but they're not that dumb. No, exactly. Um, so, yeah, Gary Hayes, uh, five facts about post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, it, it's, it's a heavy listen, that one, and you get an insight into what someone in the military uh, sorry post-military in the British Transport Police at high level was dealing with yeah. have to deal with and, to, uh, and the, the stuff that he says regarding 7-7 is harrowing and heavy and interesting it is interesting and I insightful definitely think it's worth a listen game yeah and, and raises you know many things for the, you know, to, and raises awareness for his charity, which is, um, which is, you know, absolutely vital to, to, to that, and 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 something that that happened in and around that, which we, we've got Leon coming on soon. Mm-hmm. Um, Leon was a a, um, a police officer that was on the Tabridge um, terrorist attack, wasn't he? Yeah, and uh, and as, and as one, you know, got um, what do you call it? Recognised by the by the Queen and was awarded a, a medal for when he comes on because he's coming on soon yeah. he will tell us exactly what medal he earned and, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, got and what it was for just have a quick guess now what medal was it I think you got gold <laughs> you <can't laughs> go, he got a gold might, medal if he won a gold one he should have a, he should have a moan <laughs> but um, but we spoke to him at the, the club night yeah, and, um, and then 
we didn't know just chatting to him and then Pip said, do you know who that is? And mm. was explaining to us that what he'd done, he's recently recorded an episode with Pip, so mm-hmm. that will be out soon. Um, PC Leon McLeod. Um, it turns out he loves this podcast mm-hmm. um, and, and generally loves the podcast on the network. So, um, and he, he was absolutely smashing, wasn't he? Yeah, we, yeah. We, we've gone really well with him and, you know, we, we've been sorting out a date and it's going to be happening yeah. very soon. Um, he's going to come on. But he listened to this episode and, I'm sure he will talk about it when he when he comes on. Um, I, I'm sure he would have oh, been affected by by um, you know having gone through something that traumatic. I'm sure he's he's got a very good understanding of that. He said that really hit home that podcast. He's running the marathon in April and he's running it for PTSD. Wow, fucking hell, that's amazing. Um, so you know the the, the uh, as much as this little podcast, you know ticks over and we do say some stupid shit and that every now and again some really amazing things come out of it yeah. which is highlighted by Gary doing this and that. the Jackson superhero one so mm-hmm. and um, my um, and my enema and that, your enema one that, yeah. you know raising awareness for Not the watching, dangers of putting Maxwell House in your anus don't hole. watch comedies while yeah. doing it don't yeah. watch Brett Goldstein yeah, doing stand up with um, with mellow birds up your arsehole um, so then we had Josh Ashdrop on Yes. Who does his own podcast. And, we recorded and, that. Yeah, and, and he did top five. <laughs> so he did top five podcasts. There's so much irony here, right? Because not only did he do top five podcasts, so he was like looking at, you know, good, well-produced podcasts. He came on, we recorded this, and at the same time we were recording a podcast for his own podcast. Mm. And while we started recording the one for his own podcast... We had a conversation about the dread of every podcaster in the world, which is to fuck up a recording. Huey Morgan's told us of when he did it with Brett, uh, Ricky, Ricky Gervais. Gervais. And so we were talking about all of that whilst I had somehow fucked up recording. You it. said that I, I bigged you up and said, mm-hmm. you know, your role within a lot of this, yeah. you know, at, at, we split the duties on this podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and, you know, one of the things that you do is you take care of, of the, the recording, yeah, and so you you have the device in front of you. You keep mm-hmm. one eye on it. You check the levels and yeah, things yeah, like that. Yeah. And and so we're then telling him this, yeah, and uh, and 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 how you know sometimes you know, and I say how great you are at mm-hmm. if we, the memory card feels or something, you you spot it straight away. Yeah, yeah. it was almost smug. Mm-hmm. I then said, I have a backup device that I normally record it on as well yeah. when I do my ones. Um, we just haven't bothered today didn't bother today and uh, the weird thing is when we're talking about this I was and you was watching me do this wasn't it I was literally looking at the recorder as we're doing it and everything seemed fine all the things I normally look at were working and so then when I got home that night because what you normally what I try and do now is um, get home and up like it takes ages to convert the file for some reason off of Boss BR800 and but this co- conversion of his one I did first took less than a second and I went saying it ain't right now <laughs> and then I had the worst job of phoning Josh up and saying mate I am so sorry but we didn't record yours the good news is ours came out fine <laughs> yeah ours is great so Josh we, we, we will definitely get around to doing uh, your podcast because um, obviously we said yeah, he he come down from Milton Keynes yeah. to do that. We're indebted and, uh, to you, mate. And it was it was it was great. It was cool to hear your top five and yeah. the breakdown of you know your, your listening habits with regards to the top po- uh, podcasts as well. So oh. then I met your wonderful niece and her husband. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, they're not married unless I don't know now. Oh right. No, just boyfriend. Okay. Um, never met them before that I could remember. Mm. 
Um, yeah, Gemma's brilliant. Yeah. Like, um, and and as is well. Um, <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Um, top five challenges in a new business. Yeah, got good. Got response to that she was really worried because actually normally me and Gemma, it's quite like we're like thicker Steve's me and my niece. She's more like my sister, and a lot of the time it will degrade into just insults. And yeah. I was worried about the things that Gemma could just end up divulging on this podcast. Yeah. But she kept it clean mostly, and she was worried that because she did like our listeners wouldn't really dial into that but actually it was really fascinating listening to a company that is going from strength to strength in the like the well it was originally cupcakes but they're doing it's wider than that now you know they do a lot of birthday cakes but they are like upper level yeah and but that's you know they do that it is a fucking yeah 24-7 gig that yeah and so they came on and spoke about that didn't they basically and my, my friend um Paul McDonald who's um a good friend of mine and, and, and Big Papa Jay, and he's designed the recent off the beaten track artwork for us. Oh, mate, it's amazing! And um, and he messaged me the other day, um, and he he loves the podcast, and he said, um, just to let you know, I was I was out the other day, and I thought I'm going to pop in Wilmers and see what it's about because I heard about it on the podcast, no. and he went in there and he said. He spoke to him and said, like, oh, I heard you's on the Archolist. And he said they were super excited that someone had, like, had gone in there and said that they'd listened to it and that. And he said, like, and, and it's that sort of thing where it's that little family thing yeah. where, like, everybody kind of feels like they know everybody yeah. now. It's, yeah, yeah. it's lovely. Yeah, you know? totally unexpected. Really, really nice. Um, right, then we had um, John and Joel. we the last few now, haven't we? Yeah. Coming to the last few, episode 93. Joel and John uh, from the Dream Factory. Yeah. So we've known Joel. So there's been a change. Joel was probably one of the first people we met when we went to Acast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He used to record them as well, didn't he? Yeah. First, take, took that out of our hands. And he's now doing lots of that elsewhere, yeah. like recording stuffs. Um, and he was replaced with John, John. his co-host. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who John um, Harris is... The guy that when you see the videos from all the distraction pieces um, podcast with the little where the words come up and it tells you who says them, John puts all them together, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, when we done the Christmas distraction pieces drunk cast in the studio where we was all there, John was there mediating yeah. and he's 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 cracking, isn't he? Um, they're both smashing. Yeah, players, I man. love the format of Dream Factory. I love yeah. how much better prepared they are than us. Yeah. How Joel always starts with a great little intro that's yeah. snappy and witty yeah. instead of our usual drool and insults yeah. thrown at each other. Um, and <laughs> it's it's just, it's cracking. That the idea, well, this podcast was top five worst films. Yeah. And um, they had obviously trawled through IMDb yeah. to get like the, all the ones with the naught scores, yeah. wasn't it? So it's bloody brilliant. And yeah. we, it's, I'd seen a few, obviously, because I've got... Um, I've got such bad taste in music uh, films that I actually kind of like them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was a bloody brilliant one. And um, I think they got quite drunk that night as well. Yeah, they did the fucking yeah. nut jobs. Yeah, yeah. They, they sat here and... They yeah. cleared my fridge out. They did. Yeah. Um, then we went back to London, didn't we? We went back to the Hoxton Square bar yeah. and we sat down with um, one of the guys that set up XL Records who signed the Prodigy SL2... Um, he was also part of, he was uh, Kicks Like a Mule. Kicks Like a Mule, yeah. Um, and the Bouncer. The Bouncer. Do, do, then, do, do, do. leaving XL, he set up Positiva, yeah. seminal dance label. And he's one half of the Trailblazers podcast with the aforementioned Eddie Temple Morris. This was a shit hot podcast, this man. And, and Nick Hawks is like a guy who 
just got stuck in again to what what he was passionate about, mm. and we didn't even know what that was really. Yeah. He just followed what he enjoyed doing. Yeah. And what an in- insane story about how he ended up like go, what he was doing in New York uh, before even get being starting XL Records. It's yeah, he, just insane, man. He is someone that. Put himself out there, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And went and chased it. Yeah. Like, literally. And, and yeah, it, it, the, the story, without giving too much away, the story that he talks about in Ibiza with the Smiley Miley t-shirts, how to integrate yourself with players yeah. in the industry that you want to get into. Yeah. It, again, like the menswear one, yeah. just a great way of yeah. just networking. Yeah, and yeah. And... But not networking in a corporate way. No. Networking just guerrilla, yeah, and and just getting out there was was fucking brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Um, and actually, we need to hit up Nick because he he mentioned getting DJ Slipmat on, and I think yeah. that'd be great to get a few. Yeah, start getting into that realm. Definitely. Um, so yeah, for sure, nice one, Nick, for coming on. Then we had our sponsor on Bang Boom. Uh, for Christmas, this was the first of like the three I think we recorded that day for Christmas, yeah. and we did Xmas Choc Minis. So we kind of had another one of those ones, like the crisp off. Yeah. Well, we saw the meme, didn't we? Yeah, we saw the meme, so we had a crack at it. But there wasn't as many of us this time, and I think our choices caused uproar, didn't they? Yeah. They were people were angry that we put bounty so high. They were mad. Because is it you that weren't keen on the bounty? Was I it? Qu- I know I like bounty. Yeah, but, but the th- me the and Luke is, really like yeah, exactly. them. The thing is, is when you get one where the problem is, a lot of the time, two people will really like something, and then someone will absolutely find it disgusting, and then it pulls it out of the top five. Absolutely, and but that's the bone of contention. Yeah. That was what happened on the crisps one. Yeah, and 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 I, and I think that um, it don't take like for the. Um, for the winner, it hasn't necessarily got to be that all three of us give it a five out of five. We yeah. could all give it a, a three yeah. out of five, yeah. but yeah. you know, it's just the way that we score them all. But um, if it's a consistently high score yeah. or medium high score, yeah. then you might actually take it. Yeah. And so when I say Xmas Chuck Minis, that's Rosie's Quality Street yeah. miniature. Well, heroes. no, it wasn't Rosie's because you've got to bring. Sorry, them. it was the other ones, yeah. wasn't it? No, you forgot to bring those ones, didn't you? Miniature you, heroes, you said, yeah, yeah. heroes celebrations and Quality Street. I that's think it. We did. Yeah. Still a good um, crack. Um, then we done um, listener questions yeah. uh, with Luke. Oh, 76 was there for these as yeah, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, um, and then we had, um, we went up to London and um, and we met um, with, with um, the Anyone Can Play Guitar Podcasters and they done Top 5 Festival Gems, which is, it was a great Top 5. It was one of them ones where... It's, it was all based around the idea that you're at a festival and then you might head over to one stage to watch this band and you might catch a bit of the band that's on before that you weren't planning on watching yeah. and it turns out to be one of your festival highlights. So that was that was a real great No, it was brilliant. Chat. It was, such a, it was a, just such a clever top five yeah. as well. And, it, you know, it had people coming yeah. out and, and submitting their own top fives to us and that, those absolute festival moments. And it was... It was a really weird one because looking at the last three we've done, so this this was one of them, and he come down from bloody Scotland. Yeah. And then the following week, we do the Dope Ramblings podcast, and them lads come from Wales yeah. to come and sit in our back gardens, yeah, yeah, and they've done their top five movies. Yeah. Um, they've obviously got the Dope Ramblings podcast, which is all very film-based. Yeah. And, um, and so... 
this is a two-parter, and yep. and you know, and and they they know their shit when it comes to their films. Really went and into so it, we, we despite a, Chris saying that he didn't like movies that much. It's like he he's like then had yeah. like about eight special mentions, didn't yeah. he? Which was kind of funny. Absolutely, and then bringing it right up to date. Um, last week, um, Anto from the Alpha Project podcast come over from bloody Dublin. Yeah, flew flew over to come yeah. to our back garden yeah. in Essex, which yeah. was amazing of yeah. him and what a absolute ledge he was yeah it was really cool and not only did was that a great podcast in itself it was a great follow-up record yeah. better than the first yeah. better than the debut album which he also had similar sort of music taste so it was made that really easy didn't mm. it but also um we had a few little stories about because he he comes from the same areas as conor mcgregor so we got I a mean, few like after hours after hours yeah. we got a f- real insight into conor mcgregor as well didn't yeah. we that, you know we yeah. won't say on, on on now but it yeah. was brilliant talking to anto about all that absolutely so absolutely. yeah just big thanks to like the last the, the last uh four, like four podcasters ben from anyone can play guitar yeah. and then chris and reese and then uh anto like guys honestly thanks so much it's great to cross network yeah. with podcasts and i'm i'm sure we've got many more of those to come absolutely. in the future with um some other podcasts tell us what podcast you want us yeah want us and, and the thing is well if you know go on twitter and, and tag them in go and at whoever you know and and then you know it, it's it's an it's an intro it's a, it's a nudge for them and you know you never know they might might give 10 minutes of their time to have a little listen to our and nonsense and think that sounds like a laugh and, yeah, uh, yeah exactly and that goes for any guest it doesn't have to be a podcast just any guest you want on big us, big us up yeah at mention us together and Definitely. then you know we'll try and make that Definitely. shit happen for the new year and you all follow us on the social medias so you know always up for a chat on there so always feel free and, and as we've said a hundred times before Go on iTunes, give us five stars, but just say some really dumb shit about us because we love that. <laughs> yeah. If you go onto that iTunes page, it's amazing. We've yeah, just go got and nothing but us. five stars, but we've just got the most ridiculous abuse from you lot, and, and we love it. We absolutely love it. Um, yeah, definitely. And Facebook. Our Facebook one is actually, I think there's a couple of uh, free stars on iTunes, only when we first started and there was the audio problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apart yeah, from yeah, that, yeah, they're yeah, all five stars. yeah. Facebook is flat five stars and it yeah. is all just you guys being very creatively insulting. Yeah. And we like that, don't we? We've got, we got thick skins. We know how great we really are. Exactly. Don't go changing. And uh, yeah, so that's it. We're, this is episode 100. Um, and in episode 100, I think what we did is we, um, if you can remember what we did there, if you cast your mind back to that, we, I think we went over each episode, didn't we? Yes. Which was really good. Uh, yeah. My highlights of episode 100 was um, us discussing um, missing out two of the podcasts that we that we didn't enjoy as much. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, and uh, talking about different anecdotes as well. Is there any... Do you, I know that there was an anecdote we wanted to finish on. Well, or one of well, them... Well, we I, I remember we had a guest come round. Um, they shall remain nameless obviously and they decided um, before they left was it alright to have a spliff <laughs> and I was like of course um, I, I chose not to partake um, but Cheech over there was like <laughs> hook me up Marley. bro and uh, yeah. and uh, yeah I don't think you'd partaken for a while had you what it be what it was was strange i used to obviously I, I used to really like smoking and then i probably stopped about seven eight years ago yeah 
And then more recently, up to the point of this podcast, I had like the odd joint like every month mm. and I'd started to enjoy it again. And I was like, oh, you know, that's quite fun. Someone got the flavour. So so basically this chat came round, this, this guest came round and what they had was just so good mm. and smooth and tasty mm. I smoked you like a fucking cigarette oh mate it, it was it was the closest I've got to doing a podcast with the, um, Howard Marks rest in peace <laughs> like um, probably I probably look like the ghost of Howard Marks you look like um, you look like when E.T.'s in that chamber at the end <laughs> like when uh, when Elliot thinks he's died that's what you look like oh man you tried to give it the big one and then you just went the weirdest colour you went such a weird colour. Uh, I guess went, you've gone ga- you've gone grey, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> you literally look like the fucking ghost of Chris Past. Like, <laughs> uh, oh. it, it was a really weird look, and I was I was obviously pissing myself. Oh yeah, and I was like, mate, and he was like, and I really liked this guest as well, didn't yeah. I? Like, I really respect him, and it was just like, I don't really get embarrassed, and I probably should think that I probably should have been embarrassed then. Yeah, but you know, I didn't for some reason. I didn't get embarrassed. Thank God. Only because but, me and him were just pissing ourselves oh, at you. Like, oh, it was brilliant, yeah, yeah. absolutely brilliant, mate. What an hundred episodes! Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and we've already booked in now. So what we what we're doing now is that we've done some cross podcasts, but mm-hmm. we're going to book in. We're already booked in through like January and, and into Feb now. Um, but yeah, it's like we really want to be filling up March and, and April, and we will be spending like now. Stu's not working. We're going to do a Monday where we we plan. The next year, well, mm. as much as we can, including getting away and doing things like the whales yeah. and stuff, because we really need to get that back in the yeah. diary, because they are awesome. Yeah, a- 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 absolutely. Um, and we'll be doing more episodes like this, not retrospects, but um, just me and you. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, every time we do that, we generally walk out of the shed and go, that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. And uh, But, you know, I, we always feel that need to have a guest, but... Me and you don't struggle having a chat. No, exactly, uh, mate. And I think there's plenty, plenty of ones we can do. Yeah. And even a couple of boozy ones, and a bit more yep. raucous, and a bit more rude sometimes. I think because I think we are quite. I think in ways we got more professional, and sometimes we also lose that little bit more edgy <laughs> edginess because we do yeah. that because we've got guests. So, yeah, we we'll, we'll mix it up, but um, onwards, onwards, and just keep on doing what we're doing. And, and I to guess the next hundred. And I guess the, the last thing we should end on is just. Just to thank you for listening from Massively. the bottom of our hearts and, and for honestly making our dreams come true with this podcast. We, really, I, I, I've got nothing rude to say to you a lot or anything. Two years ago, we we would not have in a million years thought that we was going to be sitting here 100 episodes in doing live shows no. and, and stuff. Amazing. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Wankers. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.